The next thing I know, I'm floating through the air. And then my next memory is me being in the middle of the trail. At that moment, I instantly knew something was terribly wrong. From Outside Magazine, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, one bad jump forces an athlete to relearn everything. After this. My name is Annika Wade, and I am an adaptive athlete, specifically an adaptive mountain biker. I also do a lot of advocacy work within the mountain biking space, making sure that mountain biking and the communities around mountain biking are safe spaces for BIPOC individuals as well as adaptive athletes. So July uh, 17th of 2021, I was mountain biking at my favorite downhill mountain biking resort and on my favorite trail with some wonderful people. It was the first run of the day and I hit a jump just a little bit wonky on the jump line. I tried to dump as much speed as I could. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to and ended up hitting the next feature. I could no longer feel anything below my chest and no longer move anything below my chest. I knew at that point I was paralyzed. I spent the next better half of the day getting to various hospitals and eventually got a flight to life to Albuquerque. Um, in Albuquerque, I stayed at UNMH Hospital for 17 days, unable to move 75% of my body. I spent the better part of the last few years really ingrained in the mountain biking community and really um, enjoy all aspects of it. For me, showing up on the trail is really important for my mental health. I love being able to take in nature in that particular mode. I like to be able to disconnect. And one of the things that's been really appealing to me about mountain biking is oftentimes when I'm on the trail, I really can't think about other things. It's this moment that offers me kind of a piece of, of solitude and zen. And so after the accident, I knew I wanted to be back on the trail. Going through this challenging period of, you know, now facing lifelong paralysis, going to be a full-time wheelchair user, and all of the complications that came with having a spinal cord injury, it became really important for me to focus my energy and efforts into building my identity around adaptive mountain biking and being able to get outdoors. Just about probably three to five days after my accident, I picked out the type of adaptive mountain bike I wanted to use and started to pour all of my time and energy into researching the sport of adaptive mountain biking. 
anybody that would come to the hospital to visit me was berated with all of these videos of adaptive athletes um, shredding on adaptive mountain bikes. And I would tell folks, you know, that's going to be me in less than a year. I'm going to be back out there. I had no idea how I was going to get there or what that would look like, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. I thought, okay, well, I know of a few adaptive athletes and it's time for me to start to figure out what my life is going to look like after. I knew that there was going to be a life for me in the outdoors and hopefully mountain biking. The experience of learning how to mountain bike again has been very interesting and fun and rewarding in so many ways. When I first got my bike, there's just this initial excitement that comes along with it. And then I suddenly realized, oh, I'm going to have to learn how to ride this. One of the things for me that's been really important has been kind of that natural safe progression of skills. I'm having to remember that, you know, although it is mountain biking and although I might be visiting the same locations and trails, I have a different body. I have a different lived experience at this point and I have different equipment. And so being really patient with myself has been really important throughout this process. Really just reminding myself that, hey, this is my first season as an adaptive athlete, my first season using this new piece of equipment. It's my first mountain bike season after my spinal cord injury and my accident. And, you know, kind of taking that step back has allowed me to really um, still feel confident, even in those moments of extreme uncertainty and maybe, you know, some of me being uncomfortable as I approach these features and trails. Each day, there's going to be tons of issues and complications, right? But focusing on what I'm able to do in a specific moment and being present has helped me kind of navigate all of the things that are associated with acquiring a disability. For instance, putting pants on used to be something that took less than 30 seconds. And now, you know, it could take 10 minutes, depending on what kind of pants I'm putting on. And so as I'm engaging in that particular task, especially tasks that are really challenging, I'm just trying to stay in the moment and trying not to think about how frustrating the task is or how so much has changed and how maybe I wish it could be different, but really just trying to give attention to the task. Every single day, you have the opportunity to choose to accept your situation and the reality of it or not. And some days that acceptance is going to be easier than others. And some days it's really a struggle. And that's where that kind of being present and, you know, accepting on a minute by minute basis comes in. But I really do think it is a choice in a lot of ways and coming to terms with my accident for me in particular has been really critical in allowing me to get back outdoors and, you know, re-enter mountain biking as an adaptive athlete.
Annika Wade is an adaptive athlete who is passionate about making the outdoors and mountain biking a safe space for all. You can follow her on her journey on Instagram. She's at Geodesic Dome. This episode was produced by Tanvi Kumar. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.